Welcome to God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained, where you get insight surrounding God, the Bible, and spiritual things that you may or may not have heard before. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, God's Child. Today's Right Now word is cry out. God is calling for us to cry out. Those who want to truly know him, cry out to him. Those who seek truth, cry out to him. Those who are witness to untruth, cry out truth. Whatever Holy Spirit prompts you to cry out, do it. Don't be afraid of the faces or responses of people. Don't grieve Holy Spirit to make anyone, regardless of who they are or what title they have or who is around or anything else, feel comfortable if Holy Spirit prompts you to cry out truth. Enough is enough. Too many have been taken advantage of God as a namesake and nothing more, for they don't respect nor know him in truth, and it's time out for letting those who do this without any fear of God lead others down the wrong path as they put on the name of God like a badge while in heart they are far from God as what they do and their heart's intents testify against them. If Holy Spirit and you was prompting you to cry out about something, do it. Fear not what anyone will say or do because I can assure you, just as Jesus did the same and was hated, so would you be. But would you rather feel comfortable and accepted by those in darkness who can't save your soul or under your God who can? And here's the scripture given for this right now word, Isaiah 58, and it reads... aloud. Don't hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of his God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you haven't seen? Why have we humbled ourselves and you haven't noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strifing and striking each other with wicked fists. You can't fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I've chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves. Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fast that I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then 
you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he'll say, here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with a pointed finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hunger and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He'll satisfy your needs in the sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You'll be like a well water garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You'll be called repair of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath, and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way, and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then you'll find your joy in the Lord, and I'll cause you to ride and triumph on the heights of the land and a feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Verses 1 through 8, God is basically saying, because this is what thus says the Lord. And although this particular scripture is talking about fasting, this applies to any and everything that's regarding God. But it's talking about fasting right here. However, he says to shout it out loud. Don't hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet and declare to my people they rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob they sins. Do you know there are so many who are claiming to know God who say they Christian, they're leaders, and any other position that you can think of and just the regular old people who calling themselves Christians or just saying that they know God. They ain't doing what God say. They just calling themselves that. They say, we fasted. God, haven't you seen? That's what it say right here in the word. This is from God. He's saying, they saying to me, Lord, we done fasted. Haven't you seen us? Haven't we moved you, Lord? And you know what? What I found, and I've been in different congregations, from the small to the large, to those who say they honoring the Sabbath, to all that, pick out any particular thing in the scripture to say that they all about, whether it's speaking in tongues, whether it's the baptism or whatever it is. And I found that people are people, no matter who they are. There's no difference from yesterday to today and then tomorrow. Just like when Jesus was here, the Pharisees themselves who were the top dogs in the temples, the top dogs, the leaders, those, he said, you hypocrites. You putting burdens on these people. You even changing what my father say. My father didn't say do that, but you saying for the people to do this and you ain't even doing it yourself. I found out that most of the people who calling for these fasts and they got them all nice and they sound all cute. I was like, let's do a 21 day Daniel fast. And you know what? Some people are sincere about it and they're actually doing it. Okay. But a lot of them is just a, it's just a badge for them. Okay, they ain't even really doing it. That's what I found out. 
when I learn about these different things that they're doing in these congregations, like I said, this 21-day Daniel fast, or we're going to fast these few weeks or whatever like this, and we're going to do meat, and then the next week we're just going to do vegetables, or we're going to do fruits. And it's something that has become a tradition for them. They're like, we do this every year. It's just a, re- a tradition to them, man's tradition. They're not really doing it to honor God because what I found out is a lot of them, they're not even following it. And that's including the leaders themselves. I remember, you know, I thought when the leader says you do this for the house, that it was serious and they make it seem all serious. And for those whose hearts are towards God, you want to respect that which is given by the leader. And for those who are really towards God, you want to do that which is for the Lord. So I was following some of these things. Then I found out from listening to the people, including the leaders, that they weren't following themselves. Some of them will say, oh, we're going to do this for a whole month. And then before you know it, you find out that they only did it for a week if they was doing it at all. Then they crying, they complaining, talking about, oh, we got to have some meat. Oh, we got to do this. Oh, we got to do that. I've heard some. And see, I've heard this from them themselves. It's not something that I'm just observing. But if you do observe. Anytime somebody going to fast for some food, okay, <laughs> you're going to notice a difference in their appearance, right? Okay, if it's going to be for a long time especially, some weight should have dropped off. But if they get bigger, you know some ain't right, <laughs> okay? Because yeah, I know when I fast, I lose, okay? Lose weight, all right? Especially the way that they've set out these different fasts. But like I said, a lot of them, they just wearing this like a badge of honor. Like they boast like they actually doing some. And God sees straight through that they ain't doing what they even telling the other people to do, putting burdens on other people. Or they just doing it again, like I said, just to be seen. But like God says here, he says, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. You talking about you fasting, but you just still doing what you want to do. The fast is not just you restraining yourself from eating food or whatever it is but you should also be focused on God and when you focus on God you focus on the things of God and those are the things that you should be doing during that time but many of them they may say they fasting for a few hours or days or whatever but they have no changes where are the changes that's what God is talking about you talking about you fasting God haven't you seen us see we hadn't had any food you see see how hungry we are you see how we look God you see uh we and and a lot of them they'll say it to other people to let them know oh I'm fasting they look the part they have some pity they want people to know again like they wear it like a badge but in their hearts they ain't having no changes they ain't doing the things that even God want to do they just doing what they want to do and it says here you export all your workers I remember going with some people who 
claim to be uh seven day adventists before like i said although this scripture is about fasting those who are declaring oh this is righteous because those who are fasting are trying to do it so that other people will see that they are righteous they think it's the righteous thing to do now for those who are doing it in heart and truth then yeah but those who are doing it otherwise like god saying here you talking about something i'm fasting and don't don't you see me he like no nah. <laughs> he like no nah. I see straight through you is what I see. But I remember, because they so big about the Sabbath day, uh, Saturday, and how they not going to do any work or anything like that, and how it's a sin, and they the only ones that's going to heaven and all this stuff like this, because they don't work on the Sabbath day, so they cook their food like the day before, so they don't have to put forth their hands to any work, because that's what they think the sabbath is all about but i remember being with these people and after church you know what we did we went straight to a restaurant on that saturday right after church okay and then sat down in the restaurant and had the people serving us we eating while they working and i'm like wait a minute if you Say that this is a Sabbath day and it's a sin to work on a Sabbath day. And that's why you keeping your hands from work. But you're going to leave church and go right into a restaurant and have somebody to work for you. Hmm, that sounds hypocritical to me. I think that's what Jesus was talking about. <laughs> All right. So they like, oh, we holy. We going to heaven because we keep the Sabbath day. But we're going to make you work for us. You're going to serve us on this day. Hmm, mm -mm. don't match up, okay? Like it says here, you do as you please and explore all your work. It sounds like you exploring some people to me here, huh? And then he says, even for those who may be kind of fasting, and a lot of them, they may do it for a little bit and be like, ooh, you know, I can't do that. I couldn't do that. And I mean, like, this is, and I'm like hearing people, and I'm like, oh my goodness, you are like the leaders yourselves or under the under the leaders and just the sheer fact of hearing so many people and this supposed to be your tradition at your church and most of y'all ain't following y'all supposed to been doing this for years and i'm perhaps new to your congregation i'm like are you serious but then you understand why things are the way they are and certain things are going on so he says, for even those who may fast, it's ending in quarreling and strife. You striking each other with your wicked fist. They still doing wickedness. They still do, again, like their own things. They not respecting the things of God. You just putting on the front, oh, I'm fasting. But again, you have no changes. And God says, you can't fast like you do today and expect your voice to be heard by me. That fake stuff you putting on, I see past that. You are not honoring me and what you do. You're just doing your own thing and think it's a badge of honor. You want men to see this or men to know this or men to think this. And you think I can't see child please and god said is this the fast that you doing is the only day where you supposed to like bring yourself low where you supposed to look the part he like uh-uh uh-uh you making yourself look the part looking sad and complaining to other like oh child i'm fasting making sure you boast if it's a true fast you ain't gotta tell nobody you just do it 
But many, again, it's a badge of honor. They want to say it. And again, they're being rebellious while doing it. They're not doing the things that God wants them to do during the time. They're just doing what they want to do. And again, like I said, child, is many of the leaders, the very ones that's actually proclaiming these things, declaring these things. It's just like when Jesus was on earth and he had to call out the Pharisees. He said, you hypocrites. You not even doing what my father say, but you putting these things on the people here. And I'm not here to tell the people not to do what you say, but you ain't even doing it yourself. The very things you put on the people to burden them. And then they want to wonder why the people are doing certain things that they're doing, but most of them don't even care. All they care is that they are under them. They are in control because you know what? They don't want most people to know the truth anyway because they're not operating in truth themselves. But the more they can have those people operating under them, just like the Pharisees had the people burdened under them and under them, they can control them and they can have the power and do what they want to do and have whatever it is that they want to have going on and have no respect and no honor for real, for real, for God. verses 6 through 12 God says if you do these things I'll do this and so he says isn't this the fast thing that I've chosen for you to loose the chains of injustice basically to speak the truth and untie the cords of the yoke not binding people and those who are bound by different things then you help them to get free isn't it to help those who are being held down or those who are uh, overtaken by evil to help those people to get free? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? That's like the homeless helping the homeless. When you see the naked to give them clothes and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you'll call and the Lord will answer. You'll cry for help and he'll say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, of holding others down, harassing others, Put away. Stop pointing your finger at the other man. Because when you point, guess what? You got four others pointing back at you in your direction, okay? Well, the thumb is pointing the other <laughs> slightly to the side. But still, you got some fingers pointing back at you. And with your gossip and your curses, you sitting out towards others. Not realizing you cursing them. But some of y'all actually realize that you do. Mm-hmm. And if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and I'll do so much more for you. But you know what I found? Even when there are those, again, like I said, those who are worshiping God in spirit and truth, who are fasting in truth, 
to honor God, not just to be seen, not wearing it as a badge of honor and saying, God, don't you see me? (laughs) Okay. He said, this is a true fast. These are the things that I want to see, not the things that you'd have made up to make it look good, to make it seem as if you're worshiping me in spirit and truth and you are really humbling yourself. No, this is what... I want to see. This is what shows that you really worship me and honor me. These are the things that I want to see. Not just you breaking yourself down and looking all poor and pitiful and all this. And just to say, I haven't eaten for you, God. I done did this for you while you complaining and don't really want to do it anyway. Something I found when I've been a part of some of these places where... I've actually wanted to do certain things like like what God is saying you do here, like give to the hungry or help the homeless. I remember a particular situation where um, I was helping this family. I came across them in the store, the mother and the and the child in the store, and you know, looking at them, I knew something was going going on. Okay, and so I was like, you know, I want I wanted to help them, and someone else in the store had already helped them, but I went after and said, you know what? If you need this, or whatever, I can do. I can do this for you. And they ended up contacting me and saying they wanted me to. Um, they needed help with paying for the place that they were staying, which they were uh, staying at a motel. And I went to the hotel and they were like, they need help. And I decided, okay, I'll pay for your room for, for a couple of nights. Cause I had it. I was able to do, to do that. Now I could have been like, Oh no, I can't help you or whatever. Or go to the church and say, Hey church, can you do this? But I had, God had blessed me. So I'm like, you know what? Let me bless you all. Let me pay for your, your, your motel for you. And so I did, I paid straight to the people at the, at the hotel. And when I let the people at the church know about it, guess what? They was all suspicious about it. They was like suspicious about the people. Oh, let us find out. And you know what? It was more so not about the people themselves that they could have necessarily not been telling the truth, but what it was more so about is that they weren't getting the game. Money was being given somewhere else besides them. Ha ha. Exactly. That's why God said, this is the fast that I'm looking for. Won't you give to the poor? Won't you clothe those who don't have clothes? Won't you give shelter to those who don't have shelter? And that's what I was doing, but they were suspicious about it. So they didn't really want that money going to them. But guess what? They made sure they found out what was going on and it did turn out that the particular people apparently had lied about their situation because they were supposed to have come from another state or whatever uh because of a storm but then they said you know what uh the leader had realized that they knew them from somewhere and those people are actually from here that they seen them before but you know what even if they're from there for them to be in that particular situation especially with that young child 
there was something wrong and they need they needed something so in that time even though I gave money to pay for their room not only did I give money hallelujah to pay for their room but I was praying for them and when they had somebody that was there to help who was not only giving them money it wasn't only about me. I was interceding to God for them and God you know God will hear and God has the ability to change heart even though they was they they didn't tell the truth they weren't telling the truth. They needed freedom, like the Lord said, to loose the bonds, to break the yokes. And in doing that, in my encounter with them, my interaction with them, which they may not have had with someone else before, even though they duped me with the lie, because they was from there, but you know what? More than likely they were in need for that payment for that room. At that intersection that we came in, I was able to intercede for them. And you don't know what God can do in that because they needed help. It was apparent they needed help. And even though they may have been lying through that intercession, God can do many things. Okay. So you follow what God wants you to do. But you know what? Those people at that particular congregation, they was like, "Mm mm-mm. And you know what? Holy Spirit will reveal things to you because Holy Spirit also let me know that it wasn't right because I invited them to the I invited them to the church. You know, after I did that, I said, why don't you come to the church? Not thinking, you know, saying that the church is going to help or, or whatever. They're going to give them money or anything. I just wanted them to hear the truth from those who are in le- leadership. And you know what? If they were going to help, they they could assist them with finding jobs. I wasn't thinking monetary, but apparently they talked to the people and they talked about this and they did give them some money monetarily. But you know what? They was all like, you know, um, stingy and again, suspicious with that money because they were like, we're going to give you the money. You take them in when you take them to the store, you pay attention to all this, whatever. Don't you give the money to them or whatever like that. Very suspicious. And I'm like, are you serious? But again, they did find out there was like, oh, because of their behavior, that something that something was up. And like I said, they did find out that they had uh, seen them before you know, in, in the city. So they weren't actually from the place where they said that they were, but then they told me don't have any contact with, you know, with them again. Like after that, you know, if they call me for, for anything else, now Holy Spirit had already revealed to me before they had called me to let me know this, that they were not telling the truth, but I knew that that interaction us coming together was beneficial for the Lord, but I was not going to fall into anything else that they wanted. But again, like I said, it wasn't just about the money, you know what? And I didn't feel bad about paying for the room. I paid for the rooms themselves. Okay. So that child that they had, that child didn't have a choice to be in that particular situation that that child was in, but I knew they needed other help. But again, when they came to the church, the people were like all suspicious about, you know, everything concerning them. And I'm like, they need help. But like they said, the people didn't actually um, necessarily want the help the way that they wanted to give it, which is fine. But again, like I said, in my in my interaction with them, I interceded for them. So whatever it was that they needed, God would hear that intercession. And if it was they needed a heart change, if they need to know God, they got a chance to know God in that sit in that situation. And I believe they did. They did get a touch 
from God during that time. But you see what I'm talking about? These people, and these were some of the people, again, where I first even heard about a Daniel fast. And they was the ones who broke it. And I'm like, are you serious? They like, um, the leader, I'm not going to say any names, leader said, we can um, go get some Popeye's chicken. <laughs> and I'm like, because during the Daniel fast, there was like no meat and all this other stuff. That's my first time ever hearing anything like that. Other than I knew a fast where you don't eat anything, which I had done before, okay, for a few days. But this, they want you to do like 21 days. And I'm like, are you serious? And after, you know, I had done it before. And this was the second time that we were doing it when I was a part of this congregation. And then like before it was over with, they was like, oh, we can go get some chicken. I'm like, are you serious? Y'all breaking it? And the leader said this was okay. Oh, like, seriously, come on. So <laughs> I'm like, are you really doing this for God? Or I don't, I don't know. But like I said, in this particular situation, they're so big. They were so big on that particular tradition that they weren't even keeping themselves. But here I am keeping it, thinking that they keeping it. And they ain't even keeping themselves and they breaking it before the time. Because they talking about something, they can't keep it. But when... Things are done like these things that God has said here. They are they were suspicious about it and more so not because of the giving to the people themselves to help them, but because of the gain that they could have had. They were thinking about that money <laughs> that was being dealt out that could have been given to them. Which I found out some whole other stuff later because like God says, a lot of stuff people are doing, like as he's talking about here in the fasting, they putting on, it's a show. God knows the thoughts and the sense of the heart. He know they ain't real towards him because the things that he really want them to do, they ain't doing. They putting on a show. And I found out later things that he revealed to me that these people were doing and then after when the time I got ready to leave, he revealed so much more. And like I said, it's a whole lot of people putting on a whole lot of shows. They may be fooling the people themselves that are under them or the people that are watching them. But ain't nobody fooling God. Hallelujah. Nobody fooling God. And so that's why God say these are the things that I call a fast. Not what you doing, not your traditions, <laughs> not your show. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. And then, come to think of it, I remember another time. I was a part of a whole different, a whole other congregation. And I had the opportunity to do something that I kind of always wanted to do, which was go out and actually be able to feed the hungry as a part of a group or a a mission. And so we were going to actually hand out um, meals, these um, bag meals to people. And this was my first time going with this particular group. And I remember when when I was so excited to be able to do this. And before we went, we were supposed to have prayer or whatever. And we were, you know, preparing, uh, you know, some of the stuff. And so we were all around like the tables. And then they wanted us to go one by one to testify or to uh, say something that, you know, that we want to say. And I remember just about everybody, almost everybody were complaining 
about how bad either their week was, how they felt, how they really didn't want to be up that day or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And when it actually came around to me, I didn't have any complaints. I was excited about what we're doing. So I spoke of goodness, how excited I was about the situation. And again, like I said, I had nothing to complain about. So I spoke of goodness. Okay, no matter what happened during the week, which I'm sure some stuff happened during the week because particular job that I had. But at that particular job, at the end of the day, no matter what happened, I was always like, oh, it's a good day. So I know everything I said was good. Do you know that all those people, now we supposed to be going out to give to the less fortunate, to give them meals, but they all complaining about their week, their day, pretty much. And you know what? Most all of them got upset with me. I could tell when they looked at me and something, mm, mm, as if I wasn't telling the truth because I believe some had mentioned it while we was there. Like, we can't be honest and tell the, tell the truth and nobody's always like happy and good and all like this. And I'm like... Am I being persecuted because I'm happy and I feel good about what I'm doing and I'm not talking about myself, complaining about my life when we supposed to be focused on those that we're going out there to help? This is what I'm talking about. God says, you talking about you doing this fast. I'm going to humble myself and make myself look like this. But you ain't doing the things for real, for real that I want you to do. And here we are in a position to help people who are less fortunate. And you just talking about your situation and how bad everything is. And then you get mad at the one that ain't doing the same thing. That's talking good, the goodness of the Lord and how good God has been. And how excited they are about being able to go out here and help these people I'm just saying then in the last couple of verses verses 13 through 14 the Lord God basically says if you do the things that I want that I call honorable then you gonna have joy You ain't going to be focused on your problems and how bad things are going and complaining. You're not even going to be trying to get others to look at you and say, oh, you're doing a good thing. Or look at you. I pity you. Oh, you fasting. Oh, no. Uh, The the holy day, you you keeping the holy day. Woo, this is a hard thing to do. Oh, I'm doing something good. No, if you're really doing all these things for the Lord, the fasting or keeping the whole the holy day the the sabbath day whatever it is that god say it is that he want us to do if you're doing the things of god it's gonna be a joy to you it's not gonna be a burden to you if you really worshiping him in spirit and truth and you really doing it to honor to respect him no it ain't gonna be about you it's gonna be about him and you will have joy in it but like he pouring out here in these scriptures that most people ain't doing it for honoring God. They putting on a show. Mm, mm, mm. And the evil intents of their hearts, he knows and he sees. And that's why he ain't paying no mind to your show. And he ain't doing nothing for that. And you tell myself, Lord, have you seen us do this? Have you seen us humble? 
monopolize ourselves and keep ourselves from food and hold ourselves back. No, he see all that other stuff going on. So I'm just saying, whoo, Lord, when you see this stuff going on, when you see this stuff going on, no, God is not pleased with this. And you ain't got to go along with it when you see it. But when you are doing anything that you say is for God in honor and respect unto him, then it's not about you, but it's about him. It's not about what other people think about you to have the other people to give attention to you or to honor you, but it's about God. And when you do that for God, when you do those things that God wants us to do, when you honor and respect God, guess what? God will honor and respect you in return and you will have joy and you don't have to have the accolades of men. You don't have to have the return back to you if you've given something out to somebody else because in your soul, in your spirit, because you've done as unto the Lord, like I said, even when I paid for the rooms of those people, hallelujah, the greatest thing was I was able to intercede for that situation because Holy Spirit let me know it wasn't right, okay? Not just the that they were lying, but even if they were in that position, if someone is in that particular position, is something going on that ain't even right? And there was a child involved. I was able to intercede on their behalf and then to be able to do that thing that God had blessed me to be able to do. You going to feel good in your soul, in your spirit for that. And God will bless you and reward you for that. Not necessarily monetarily. He might do it monetarily. But you're already blessed by what you've done. And your reward is with God. But many people who say they're doing these things to fast and keeping the Sabbath or whatever it is. It's not really towards God and God know it and he see it. That's why you don't see no changes. And they still doing the same stuff that they was doing before. And even while they doing this, they're talking about they fasting and keeping, keeping the Sabbath day. They lying. They stealing. They lusting. They leading others wrong. They doing all types of manner of evil that God is not agreeing with that God is not accepting but they expect God to accept the tradition or that particular thing that they putting on the show for as if God cannot see straight through they show child please so cry whatever Holy Spirit in you is prompting you to you don't have to check for man because most of them who claim to know God in truth have no real respect for him. Just like those who claim to when Jesus spoke truth, the same ones who attacked him and wanted him dead. Because if you are in the truth like Jesus and cry out truth like he did, like Jesus said in Matthew 10 verse 22, you'll be hated by all because of my name. But it's the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. But don't just take my word for it. I encourage you to do your own study, pray, and read the Bible so you can know that you know that you know. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in order to receive eternal salvation but would like to, According to Romans chapter 10, verse 9, 
All you have to do is confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Want a little help with that? Repeat this simple prayer after me. Lord God, forgive me for my sins. I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose again so that I may have eternal life in you. So I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. It's as simple as that. Now you're part of the family of God. Wherever you are, find a local church or a group of believers that can help and support you on your new journey in your new life in Christ Jesus. Many blessings to you as you walk in who God created you to be, doing what he blessed and equipped you to do. You are God's child. Want to bless or show support for God, the Bible, and spiritual things explained? Well, you're welcome to send a financial gift to Cash App using cash tag G-T-B-S-T-E. You're also invited to pick up a little inspired merch from our store at Zazzle.com forward slash store forward slash G-T-B-S-T-E. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with other listeners. Thank you in advance. And God bless you as he blesses those who bless his children. Catch you another time, another day, another episode for God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained.